if you want to avoid all the sickness this winter, the snotty noses, the coughs, the colds, the sleepless nights, the fevers, the Panadol and the antibiotics, the ear infections, the grumpy, tired kids, the days off work and school and childcare, are all those memories of last winter coming back? I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be that way this winter. I have a free online masterclass, three simple ways to boost your kids' immunity to avoid a winter full of sickness. It's on demand, meaning you can register and watch it straight away or watch it at a time that is convenient for you. Head on over to naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune and you will be able to sign up. In the masterclass, I am covering our natural, simple and effective approach to avoiding winter infections, how to boost your family's immunity with our proven three-step naturopathic strategy that is really easy for you to implement as a busy mum. We're going to talk about the immune depleters that you need to avoid so you're not wasting time and money building up your kids' immunity that is just being depleted by these common foods and environmental factors. I am sharing heaps of practical tips. I promise it will be an hour well spent. You can register again at naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune. I can't wait to hear how you find it and to give you the tips to make this winter healthier. Welcome to the Natural Super Kids podcast, where you will discover practical strategies to inspire you to boost the health and nutrition of your kids. I'm Jessica Donovan, a qualified naturopath specializing in kids' health, and I want to make it as easy as possible for you to raise healthy and happy kids. Let's get into it. Hello, lovely podcast listeners. I hope you're going well today. Today, we're going to be talking about vegetarian diets for kids. And this was a suggestion from one of our podcast listeners. I'm always very open to suggestions about topics that you would like us to cover. So if you do have something specific you'd like us to talk about on the podcast um, or a guest you'd love me to uh, have a chat to, then please get in touch with me. You can send me a private message over on Instagram at Natural Super Kids or you can email me, jessica at naturalsuperkids.com. We keep a little list of suggestions uh, for podcast episodes. So this one was suggested from from a listener a few months ago, and I'm finally getting to it now. I think it's a great topic, and I've got a bit of a personal story to share as well. So vegetarian diets for kids. Look, in my opinion, they need to be really well planned to make sure that all of the nutritional needs of the child are being met on a vegetarian diet. But it is totally possible, um, you know, for a child to have a vegetarian diet and be healthy. Um, look, eating more plant foods, I think, is the one thing that everyone in the nutrition space agrees with is is good for us. You know, there's so many different 
um, you know, ideas and views as to what's healthy and what's not out there. And it can get quite confusing. But eating more plant foods is one of those things that I think the vast majority of experts in this space will agree has many benefits to our health, for our health. And so, you know, by eating more plant foods in our diet, we can drastically reduce the inflammation levels in our body, which is a big tick for our overall health and well-being. Um, eating more plant foods helps to reduce the risk of many chronic health conditions such as cancer and diabetes and heart disease. Um, of course, eating more plant foods in our diet also has that positive environmental impact. It reduces our carbon footprint um, animal protein is much more carbon intensive to produce, but I also will say there are many factors involved here, um, such as growing processes. So I think you can definitely eat animal protein in a particular way um, and, and that be environmentally friendly. But that is a topic for another podcast episode. But in general, um, as I said, you know, that, that production of animal protein is much more carbon intensive um, than, than, than the production of plant protein is. Um, and another really big benefit to eating more plant foods is gut health, um, that benefit to overall gut health and specifically the diversity within the microbiome. If we can eat more plant foods in our diet, that's one of the best things that we can do to improve that diversity within, within our microbiome, which has lots of positive flow on effects, not just on our digestive health, but on our immune health on our mood and neurological health through that gut-brain connection um, and so much more. So uh, lots of benefits to eating more plant foods in our diet. There are also some downsides to a vegetarian diet when it comes to kids. Um, and, you know, there's because uh, animal protein is very concentrated in in minerals and other nutrients, so it can be a really good way to get um, you know those extra minerals that our kids need in higher concentrations than we do, and other nutrients as well as minerals as well. So it's harder to meet nutrient needs on a vegetarian or vegan diet, but it is definitely possible and. Um, as I said, I've got a bit of a story here. So I started, I moved away from eating meat. In all transparency, I do eat meat now. My family, we, we definitely do eat animal protein. Um, but in my late teens, I just was grossed out by meat. I think I had a, like a quite a bloody steak, a kangaroo steak, I think it was, and it just put me off. And I'm like, I'm not eating meat again. And so I started transitioning to a vegetarian diet. Um, but it wasn't the healthiest vegetarian diet. This was before I knew what I know now. And, you know, so, and this happens so often when people transition to a vegetarian diet. I replaced meat with more carb foods, more bread, more potatoes, um, and, and other carb heavy foods. So my diet really was lacking in protein. I know now, and I became, uh, iron and B12 deficient. And I, I knew this because I started getting signs and symptoms. 
I started just fainting and passing out fairly regularly. And the first time it happened, I was at a music festival. I'd been drinking some alcohol. Um, uh, it was hot. So, I, I just put it down to sort of dehydration. Um, but then it started happening fairly regularly. I started fainting, which led me to go to the doctor. And I discovered that I was fairly deficient in iron and B12 because I didn't have out, I didn't carefully plan out my vegetarian diet. I was just eating things to fill me up. Um, and I didn't have that nutritional knowledge or support on what sort of foods I should be replacing that animal protein with to ensure that I get enough protein, that I get enough iron, and they, that I get enough B12. So I really want to focus today on the benefits or, or the the three factors that I've just sort of talked about that really do need to be well considered in a vegetarian diet, and that is protein, iron, and B12. We're going to follow on in next week's episode. I'm going to go into some other nutrients and minerals that you need to be aware of um, when you are looking at um, vegetarian diets for kids. Because, and, and this does, does apply to adults as well, but kids, as I said earlier, have a higher need for nutrition compared to adults because they are growing at such a at such a fast rate so it can be harder to meet those increased nutrient demands that we have for kids and for adolescents as well um when you when you're following a vegetarian diet but as i said if it's carefully planned out um, you know, you can definitely have a healthy vegetarian diet. So protein, protein is so important. I've talked about this on previous episodes. Uh, for kids, it's key um, and for adults as well. So protein is involved in the growth, the maintenance um, of healthy tissue, the repair of healthy tissue um, when it comes to things like muscle and other body tissue, protein is a major structural component. Um, and protein is also really important for that blood sugar balance um, and to keep us full for longer, which is an important consideration when we're talking about kids. I often see kids' diets that are lacking in protein, particularly during the day at breakfast, at lunchtime, and then they, they might have a protein source at night. So really important to make sure kids that are following a vegetarian diet get enough protein. Look, this isn't too hard because there are both animal and plant sources of protein. But when it comes to the, the plant sources of protein, it's really important to get a lot of variety in there because plant-based plant sources of protein are incomplete, meaning they don't have a full or a complete chain of amino acids to make up a complete protein like animal protein sources do. Um, now, it was, it was previously thought, and this was kind of current when I studied as a naturopath, and I taught this for many years before um, knowing that that it really wasn't that important um, due to sort of new, new information and new research, that you needed to combine vegetarian proteins within the same meal to get that complete source of protein. We now know that the body stores an excess of amino acids so that the body can kind of make up that complete protein fairly easily. 
But overall, vegetarian kids do need to have good variety of protein sources to ensure they're meeting all of those amino acid um, requirements. So protein, plant-based protein sources include grains, so things like quinoa, buckwheat, um, wheat, brown rice, those sorts of things, legumes as well. So the, you know, the kidney beans, the lentils, the chickpeas, the black beans, the baked beans, and also nuts and seeds, um, you know, including almonds and cashews and Brazil nuts and pecans, all nuts and seeds do have some protein in them. So you can think about plant-based protein in those sort of three groups. Number one is grains, number two is the legumes, and number three is the nuts and seeds. And so you do want to make sure you're getting a variety um, or your child is getting a variety. They're not just getting all their protein from, say, um, hummus, which they might like, which is a legume-based dip um, using chickpeas. You want to make sure they're also getting some the grains and the nuts and seeds uh, to ensure they're getting that complete um, that complete protein, that complete chain of amino acids for all of their their growth, their healing, their tissue maintenance, um, any repair that needs to be done. It's yeah, it's really important. The other thing to note is if we're talking about a vegetarian diet as opposed to a vegan diet, of course, you've also got the eggs and the dairy products, which are great sources of protein as well. But, you know, for whatever reason, some kids that are vegetarian also don't have dairy or don't have eggs, maybe because of intolerance issues or maybe because they are on a um, a vegan, a more, more of a vegan-based diet. Um, so eggs and dairy are a great source of protein for those kids that have have those foods in their diet. Protein, really important. I would be encouraging kids that are following a vegetarian diet to make sure they're getting, um, you know, a combination of those protein sources at each meal. Um, yeah, so so that's important. And when your kids aren't getting enough protein, one of the sure signs is they're always hungry. You know, if your kids are always hungry, of course, this can happen if they're going through growth spurts and things like that. Um, but if they're consistently always hungry, more protein um, is a great thing to add into the diet. All right, let's move on to iron. You know, it's one of those more known minerals that can be lacking in a vegetarian diet. So iron is a mineral. It helps transport oxygen around the body. And deficiency is really common in both women and children because in children it's that rapid growth. So blood volume increases um, and that requires kind of more more intense, um, intensive amounts of, of iron. So that rapid growth, also fussy eating kids that, you know, maybe are not eating a lot of meat because of fussy eating or not not eating a good range of foods because of fussy eating, they commonly will will develop iron deficiency. Of course, kids that are on vegetarian or vegan diets, which is what we're talking about today. Um, and then when it comes to women and also teen, preteen teen girls that have started menstruating, um, that can be a common cause or um, contributing factor to iron deficiency as well. Heavy periods um, and just that blood loss every month means that that need for iron is increased. So that's really important to note for girls um, as they are 
starting to go through puberty, you want to be really starting to build those iron levels up uh, prior to them starting that regular um, menstruation. Now, when it comes to iron, deficiency is quite common, as I said, and some of the deficiency symptoms are low energy. A really classic sign of iron deficiency is feeling fatigued post exertion. So those kids that just don't seem to have the stamina, you know, most of us, once we get started in some exercise, feel energized after exercise. If you're feeling depleted after exercise and it's not just due to like lack of fitness or your kids are just not having that sort of stamina um, and they're, they're quite exhausted and tired after exercise or after any sort of exertion, that is a that's a red flag for iron deficiency. Low mood and low cognitive function is a also associated with iron deficiency, poor immunity. So iron has a really important role in healthy immune function. So if your kids are getting sick all the time and they have some of these other signs and symptoms, you know, that's another red flag for iron deficiency. Um, Iron deficient kids eventually become quite pale in their complexion and dark circles under the eyes can be a sign of iron deficiency as well, although that can be linked with other things such as food intolerances and sensitivities as well. But, you know, so, so thinking about those signs and symptoms of iron deficiency and being aware of those is really important if your child is following a vegetarian diet. Iron is quite an easy one to test in the blood. Blood testing for iron is a great way to get a really accurate result as as to what is happening with iron levels in the body. I highly, highly recommend um, if you're going to get your child tested for iron, ask for iron studies. So many doctors will just test haemoglobin and it doesn't give us the complete picture. So iron studies testing is really important when you're thinking about iron. So when it comes to sources of iron, iron of course is found in red meat as well as chicken and fish um, and other sorts of plant, uh, sorry, uh, animal uh, based protein sources. Um, and so when it comes to plant sources of iron, uh, the the things you want to be thinking about, like a lot of cereals are fortified. So here in Australia, wheat bix is fortified with iron. So that can be a good source, although it's not my favorite way of getting nutrients in is that, you know, th- those synthetic nutrients that are added to already processed food. Um, but for kids that are on a vegetarian or a vegan diet, and do eat wheat bix regularly, that is a good source of iron. Um, and legumes can be a good source of iron. The green leafy veggies, things like tofu, kidney beans, green lentils specifically, um, and cashew nuts, spinach, oats, dried apricots, almonds, broccoli um, are some really good sources of plant-based iron. You do need to know, though, when it comes to iron, there's a couple of different um, types. Uh, There's the non-heme and the heme iron. And so heme is more easily absorbed, and that is found in meat. Um, And the absorption rate of heme iron sits around 20 to 30%. So when we're talking about these plant-based sources of um, iron, they are non-heme. And this is not absorbed as easily. Um, The absorption rate for non-heme sources of iron is only between 1% and 10%. So you can see how easily kids can become deficient in iron 
or people when they're eating a plant-based diet because not only are you are you not getting those higher sources of iron in your diet but the sources that you are getting are not as easily absorbed so um you know sometimes supplements are necessary when it comes to iron but you don't want to supplement iron unless you know there is a low or deficient sort of level unless you're just taking sort of small amounts in a in a multivitamin and there are lots of absorption factors when it comes to iron as well. So things like vitamin C and beta carotene. Um, beta carotene is found in the orange fruits and vegetables, um, things like folate and even probiotics, a specific probiotic called lactobacillus plantarum um, has been shown to increase iron absorption by up to 50%. And those other things, the vitamin C, the beta carotene, the, the folate are good um, helpful things to include to enhance that iron absorption as well. To make things even a little bit trickier, um, there is a substance called phytic acid, which is found in grains and nuts and legumes, those, you know, good uh, plant-based protein sources for vegetarians. And this has been shown to actually reduce absorption further of iron but if you can you know if you can counteract that with things like the vitamin c the beta carotene the folate and that specific probiotic the lactobacillus plantarum then it shouldn't be too much of an issue um, in terms of reducing that absorbability so as you can see it's quite complex there's a lot to think about um, and I do just briefly want to talk about vitamin B12 here as well, because I so often see, you know, parents that have been through that blood test um, process that can be quite tricky with kids that have had iron tested, but they haven't tested B12. So if you're ever going to get a test for iron, definitely look at getting B12 tested as well. So B12 is a vitamin and it is only found in animal products. So it is commonly deficient in kids that are on vegetarian or vegan diets. B12 is responsible or involved in the formation of red blood cells. So it works together with iron for that, that oxygen transportation around the body. Um, and it is also needed for healthy DNA formation as well. So really important B12. As I said, it is only found in animal products, um, but for vegetarian kids, Kids that do eat animal products and eggs, they can get B12 through those sources. Um, so that's really helpful to know. Also, B12 is added again to some fortified cereals. So that can be a good source if kids aren't eating any animal products. Um, and nutritional yeast can be a good source of B12 as well for vegetarians and vegans. B12 um, is... You know, if you're looking at supplementation of, of B12, you do want to make sure you're sourcing an active form of B12 is always my recommendation. So, um, yeah, look out for that on in, in the supplements that you're taking and look for some vegetarian uh, kids like a good multivitamin with a little bit of iron, a little bit of B12 can be really helpful to just maintain um, those sorts of levels. And if you're wanting some professional advice on this, you can always look at booking an appointment with our online naturopath um, via our website. I'll make sure the uh, link to that page is added into the show notes. Um, and we can really help to pinpoint um, or recommend the best kind of multivitamin or 
other supplement that might be beneficial for your particular child and not just taking that sort of general advice. There's definitely, you know, it's definitely possible for vegetarian kids not to be deficient in iron, not to be deficient in B12, to get plenty of protein. But these are the things you want to be aware of um, when you do have a, a child who's following a vegetarian diet. And many Kids that are following a vegetarian diet have parents that are vegetarian as well. So, um, you know, you can be fairly well equipped. As I said, I want to go, I want to delve into some of the other nutrients that are important for vegetarian kids, things to be thinking about. So, we will do that in next week's episode. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this and I'd love to hear from you. Come on over to Instagram and send me a message over at Natural Super Kids and let me know um, how you found this episode. Hopefully it's been helpful. All right, we'll continue next week. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Head on over to our website, naturalsuperkids.com for the show notes for this episode, as well as a whole heap of inspiration to help you raise healthy and happy kids. I'll see you next week. Before you go, don't forget about my free online on-demand masterclass, Three Simple Ways to Naturally Boost Your Kid's Immunity to Avoid a Winter Full of Sickness. I'm sharing my practical tips on ways that you can strengthen your whole family's immune system to avoid the onslaught of winter infections so your family can stay healthy and well this winter. You can sign up at naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune.